0: Dining with friends is a thing again, and that's Something to Celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Welcome to episode 31 thank you so much for listening I really truly appreciate you thank you for being here today we are going to tackle dinner parties now that term might make you think of a formal elegant dinner with candlelight maybe servers you know very Downton Abbey it can be if you want it to be but really I'm just talking about having friends over for dinner I'm also going to share the three things I'm loving this week, as usual, at the end of the episode. But first, let's talk dinner parties. Opening your home can be intimidating. Maybe you feel like it's way too much work, especially after having about a year off from having anyone welcomed into our home. But my mission today is to help you see how easy and fun it can be to throw a dinner party. Let's start with why. Here are some reasons to invite some other couples or families over for a meal. It motivates you to clean. Of course, part of not wanting to do it is all the cleaning it would take, but nothing motivates you to clean really well like people coming over. Isn't that right? And you get the rest of your family to help you and pitch in because they know everyone is coming and there is a deadline. I also really believe that hospitality is biblical. It's the right thing to do. It's a great way to show love to others, and it's one of the best ways You can deepen your friendships. Sitting around and sharing a meal together in your home really does that. Also, it's just fun. You can be creative with your presentation and your hospitality. You can laugh with your friends, have good food. There's so much to love. So don't be intimidated. You know, I really think people want to be invited. They care more about being included than about what you serve. And if they happen to see a basket of laundry accidentally at your house... They'll know you have laundry too just like they do um, if their kids make a mess you can clean that up there's really not much that can go wrong it's worth the effort and really does not have to be perfect of course it will never be perfect it doesn't have to be so aspirational it can be casual and fun to have people over so i'm going to share some tips we'll start with food and this was a question i got on instagram what do you serve The best thing to do is to serve something tried and true. And maybe if you don't have a tried and true kind of company worthy recipe, you will get one. The more you entertain, the more you will learn what you can serve. We do a lot of fajitas. We do chicken or beef or both. We love to serve fajitas to guests. I have a pasta dish I like to make. It doesn't have to be something new every single time. We recycle the same meals because they're easy, they're good we know how to do it so that is just something you can develop over time but go with something you know how to make i also feel strongly that if possible you should do something that you can make ahead you don't want something that has to be perfectly timed or that you're standing over the stove um, watching it really closely something you put in the oven and let it bake for a while or something you can have um, just warm and ready to go Or grilling. I think grilling is always good. I usually don't like to be cooking when the guests arrive. I like everything sort of ready or almost ready. But I think grilling you can do with your guests there. And that's really casual and fun and somewhat interactive to just make burgers or hot dogs or do some chicken or something on your grill. I also think it's nice to just put out some sort of appetizer. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be over the top, but as you're waiting for guests to arrive or as you're waiting for dinner to just finish up and be ready, it's nice to have something readily available that guests can snack on while they wait for the meal. I always, as I've said before on other episodes, I love a meal that you assemble yourself, hence the fajitas. Um, Burgers are the same way or like a salad where you have all the makings of a great Cobb salad and you can put it together the way you like. I like that because guests can customize to their tastes. And probably my biggest tip is to let people bring food. When I was a young married woman, we would have people over for dinner and I would be like, they'd say, what can I bring? Oh, nothing. I thought, well, that it might not go with what I'm gonna make. I need to have full control of this meal. I can't just have people bringing random things. And y'all, that was so dumb. Let people bring something. They want to bring something. They're happy to. If you're going to someone else's house for dinner, you're happy to make your famous potatoes and not have all the work of hosting, right? It's not a big deal. Let people share the load with you and bring things to share. Uh, My go-to when people ask what to bring is I love to say, oh, just bring a dessert because any dessert is great in my book. Another tip for you, um, my kids are getting older where we are a little bit out of this, but we do still have some little friends around. Have some chicken nuggets that you can pop in the microwave or in the oven or make mac and cheese, have something kid-friendly at the ready. I think it's just, you know, you never know how picky kids can be and you don't want to put the parents in a situation where they're trying to like force feed them something that you made that they've never had before. Just make it easy on everyone. Just have chicken nuggets for the kids. And lastly, when it comes to food, you know, make it as easy on yourself as possible And if that means ordering in, order in. I'm telling you, people would much rather come over for you to order pizza than to not be invited at all. So if the food is what is holding you up, just order in some tacos, get some Chinese food, whatever it is. Make it simple because it's about being together. My next tip for hosting a dinner party, do everything ahead of time that you can. So my sister and I have often talked about how my grandmother would prep super far ahead. We would go to her home and maybe like her punch bowl and punch cups would all be set out very pretty in the middle of her dining table or on a sideboard. And we would say, oh, what's this for? What's happening? And she would say, oh, I'm having a Bible study group over in two weeks. And we're like, good grief, two weeks. You have to get the punch bowl out. But I have learned if you have the time and something crosses your mind, you might as well go ahead and get it ready. So Get out your punch bowl, if that's what you're doing. You can set the table super early to really have time to make it pretty and do what you like. Uh, Get your groceries in plenty of time. Clean your house. um, Prepare the food, as I mentioned. Anything you can do ahead, you will do better if you're not doing it at the last minute. And you will be less frazzled and more fun for your guests. So make it easy on yourself so that you're relaxed and fun when it's time to have dinner. Let's take a break and I'll share some more tips with you. Suburban Soiree is excited to announce a new way to celebrate favorite friends and people you love. Introducing the Birthday Girl Box. Just click, send, and celebrate. The Birthday Girl Box is the go-to gift for any birthday girl in your life, young or old, near or far. Each box is full of exclusive items designed to celebrate a girly birthday. They include our exclusive hot pink birthday girl napkins with gold foil, a coordinating birthday girl matchbox. use the matches to light the set of pretty gold birthday candles, and the box also includes a beautiful sprinkle mix from Sprinkle Pop to use on cupcakes, cookies, or maybe even on birthday coffee. Also, a Festive Fetty custom confetti mix that's perfect to toss for a birthday photo or sprinkle on a table. Click on the link in the show notes to send the Birthday Girl box today, and shipping is free. The Birthday Girl box. Click, send, celebrate. Let's get back to our dinner party tips. This one will be quick, but it's worth saying. Don't apologize. And I'm reminding myself of this as well, but don't apologize for the food, for the mess, for your house, for what you're wearing, for your hair, for the drive your guests had to make on the way over, for your kids. Don't apologize. Be proud. Don't try to make yourself feel less than or try to downplay what you've done. Um, Just be excited. Don't bring any negativity into it. Be all positive. And my next tip is to have some conversation topics in your back pocket. So think of a few topics beforehand just to have in mind. So if there's a lull or you need to change the subject quickly, let's say politics comes up and you want to sort of lob something else out there, um, just have a few things that you've thought about that you could discuss. Make sure they are fun and light and, again, positive. I think people too often, I've mentioned this before, they lean on some terrible experience as their way to make conversation. Like, hey, everybody, I had to go to the DMV today and it was worse than you would even think. And you're like, awesome, we can't wait to hear about it, right? Um, Like bad customer service or a flat tire or someone who made them mad. I don't think this is the best way to create conversation. Don't bring everyone down. Now, tell the flat tire story if it's hilarious and if you can tell it in a funny way. The best way, though, to start conversations is to just ask your guests questions, ask about their lives, about their interests, about their families, get them to talk about themselves rather than you feeling like you have to do all the talking and just show interest and get to know them better because people are so interesting. I actually used to listen to a podcast called Dinner Party Download and I really enjoyed it and it's no longer happening. It's been canceled, uh, but it was all about sort of conversation and topics and etiquette tips for you to like win your dinner party that weekend. I thought that was such a fun concept. So maybe take something from the news you heard that was interesting and good or maybe something that happened at your church or You know, anything interesting and fun that you can have just as a little conversation starter when you need it. Dinner parties are also a great way to show your creativity by setting a pretty table, if that's something you enjoy. It's a great time to splurge on some flowers for the centerpiece, make place cards, even though it's completely unnecessary, it's just fun. Don't let it be a source of stress, like trying to make the perfect table, but enjoy it. Do it ahead. And it really does signal hospitality to your guests when you have set something pretty. It doesn't have to be expensive or fancy. Just a little bit of time and effort can go a long way. It's also nice to set the scene with some good dinner music. This truly creates atmosphere and it doesn't have to be very loud. Just some soft background music, something you enjoy. Don't overthink it. It's a really lovely touch. And the same goes for candles. They are just charming. I know I sort of joked about a candlelit dinner at the beginning of the episode, but it's nice to light some candles on your table that makes your guests feel special. It's also perfect this time of year to eat outside if your weather permits. And you know, we all love our twinkle lights that are strung on the porch and they really do make it absolutely magical for an evening dinner. So now for my last tip, and that is cleanup. How to handle the cleanup. I suggest never cleaning while your guests are there. The most I do is take plates to the sink, kind of collect all the plates and put them in the kitchen and put any leftovers in the refrigerator and just do that quickly and get back to your guests. I do, however, think it's important to clean up completely before you go to bed that evening. It's just better than leaving it out until the next day, even though you might really, really want to. So after everyone leaves, Get the dishwasher loaded up, put the house back together, and that way you will wake up with everything reset and you can just think about your memories of the conversation and laughs you had the night before. Hopefully you feel a little more empowered and inspired to host a dinner party. It really is a lovely way to connect with friends and again, show true hospitality. Let's take a break and I'll share three things I'm loving this week. Are you getting my email newsletter? The Friday Fete is a party in your inbox each Friday morning. Start the weekend off with an idea for movie night, news about the latest podcast episode, and new products from Suburban Soiree. The Friday Fete is the best way to stay in the know with all the fun and get coupon codes and exclusive information. To join, head to the link in the show notes to join the party. the three things I'm loving this week. Uh, The first one is kind of a twofer. The first two go together I should say and it's a doormat rug combo. I'm sure you're well aware of the trend all over Instagram of putting a rug under your traditional doormats like a larger rug so that you have the pattern under there. You can bring in more colors and it gives a layered look. So I picked up two really fun colorful doormats, you know, doormat rug combo at Target. I'm going to link them up for you. The rug on the bottom is reversible. It's hot pink and white. So one side has a wide pink and white stripe. The other side has more of a pattern. They're both really pretty, but it's an outdoor rug. And then the doormat has a really pretty rainbow and it says be kind. And it just looks so happy and festive and summery on my front door on our porch. So I suggest freshening up your porch with this little combo if that's something you need to do. So, those are my first two items. The third is a charging station. Now, we have a a rule in our home that our kids bring in their electronics to our bedroom each night to sort of turn them in for the night. They charge them in our room so that they are not on them all throughout the night. And we sort of have a cutoff time that way. And so, A long time ago, I set up this little charging station. I will link it for you. Um, It's really pretty and it's sort of like I have the larger one. There's two sizes, but it collects all the cords and has a little place to like lay their iPad or phone and you can plug them in. It's just a nice home base for all of those electronics. So either if you want to do it for yours or like us, if you like your kids to sort of charge in a central location, this is a great solution that looks nice and it just, you know, does the trick. That's all for today. Enjoy hosting those dinner parties, and whatever you do, keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.